Good afternoon, uh, friends. This is uh, Fellowship El Camino introducing our first episode of uh, The Prodigals. And today, today we have uh, to die. We're not from <laughs> Australia, are we? Are we from Australia, mate? No. <laughs> Throw another bar, another shrimp in the Barbie. <laughs> I guess uh, with a Mexican accent. Well, yeah, whatever. Right. That's me. <laughs> so um, to to die, to die, we have a guest with us, uh, my friend, my good friend uh, Shannon Webster. And uh, we're going to be talking about, in general, about what a prodigal is and uh, what the general um, perception of uh, what prodigal, what it means to be a prodigal. And what is, uh, we're going to use some churchy words, don't get afraid, okay? Because we don't know what else to use. So, uh, according to the Word of God, the Bible, yeah, equals Bible, the Word of God. Uh, we're going to try to define that. and But more than anything, this is about us, humans, mm. guys, uh, women. In this case, it's just guys. Don't get offended, women, okay? We probably will have a... My sister is a prodigal, so maybe later on my sister, but it's going to be in Spanish. Anywho, uh, so it's about uh, our walk. So we want to give you... Uh, quickly, a little introduction what a prodigal is according to the Bible. So uh, there was a father who had two sons, uh, the older son and the younger son. The older son, um, actually the younger son goes to his dad and says, Hey dad, uh, would you give me half of my inheritance? Like basically before you die, I want my inheritance because I want to I wanna go and party. I want to go and have fun, you know, whatever. And uh, I'm surprised. I mean, for those days, we're talking about uh, before the time of Christ, you know. This is uh, B.C., before Christ. Uh, the dad says, yeah, how accommodating. And he was not a liberal, believe me. <laughs> yes, son, take half of my possessions, half of my gold, my silver, my money, my donkeys, my goats, everything. And um, yeah, go waste them. And obviously, the father didn't say that. That's my take, okay? So, yeah, he gives him half of his inheritance. Can you believe that? So, the dad gets left behind in his own household with the older son, working their land, their animals, their business, whatever. So, the son goes to other countries, other cities, other kingdoms, and waste his money away, like with prostitutes and you name it, whatever you think the guy did. Whatever you want to think about that he did, he did. Uh, eventually, they said there was, um, uh, what do you call it when there's no food or in a country when there's the famine? A famine, that word. It's a biblical word, isn't it? Famine? Yeah. Okay, famine. Maybe uh, besides uh, biblical, it's probably uh, like... Uh, a 12th grade word that I, I didn't go to 12th grade. So that's probably, I don't know that word. <laughs> famine. Anyway, so a famine comes to the country where he is wasting his money and he's pretty much out of money. So nobody's giving him credit and he's starting to get hungry and, uh, and being a good uh, Jew boy, he only finds a job doing uh, feeding the pigs. And you know, Jews and pigs don't mix. It's no kosher. So he gets a job feeding the pigs. Uh, he was feeding them. What was he feeding them? Slop. 
Whatever, you know. Uh, the leftovers from McDonald's, I guess, from those days. <laughs> Whatever he was feeding them. And uh, he's feeding them this thing. And he's hungry. It's like, I wish I could eat what the pigs are eating, but my master doesn't allow me to get it, not even the scraps. So he's starting to think, maybe if I go back to my home and tell my dad, Dad, you know, I messed up really bad. I... I offend you, I make you look in bad in front of the town and the family and your business partners and you know your your servants, slaves actually, believe it or not, there was slavery. It was allowed in the Bible. <laughs> Even in Jesus' time. So don't don't get offended. This is real, man. Anywho, um so he says, I'm gonna just go and say, Hey, I'm gonna beg and I'm say, Let me be a slave, let me be a servant, just take me in. I have seen against God and against you, against heaven on earth. So will you accept me back? So the, the kid is going back home. And before he comes home, the dad is sitting on the porch, you know, one cool afternoon, you know, drinking his lemonade. I don't know what juice drink, but let's say lemonade. And uh, he sees far away. He still see pretty, that guy had good eyesight. He saw the sun like way, way over there. and. And instead of waiting for the kid to arrive, the dad gets up, puts his sandals on. They were Nike sandals, by the way. And phew, he takes off, man. I mean, and goes and catches up with the kid. I mean, you know. And, he, and the kid is like, Dad, uh, uh, I have sinned against heaven and you and against, you know, all these excuses and forgive me. And, and the dad says, no, 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 no. And of course, when the master ran or walk away from, or went somewhere, there was always servants behind him following. And the dad says, quickly, bring the best robe, bring a, a ring, bring a clean sandals, bring a, you know, wash his feet, wash his armpits, you know, make him look nice and presentable. And you go kill the best animal we have, the cow, the goat, I don't know what they have. So... That's the story of the prodigal. He came back. Oh, but there's, that's not it. The guy who left got left behind, the, the older brother, when, when uh, he was coming later on from work, basically, he heard all this music going and this party and people laughing and having fun and eating. And one of the servant, servants comes around and, and he goes, hey, what's going on? I mean... Uh, he says, oh, your brother came back. What? And, and my dad threw a party for him? Yep, he threw a party for him, man. Oh, man. So he's mad. And he just goes and hides, you know, in his place behind a tree. And the dad knows that when he's mad, this old, the old son, he goes and does that. So the, the, the father knew that what time the son comes back from work and all that. So he was keeping an eye on it. And he noticed he was out there behind that tree that he likes. And he goes and talks to him and says, hey, son, what are you doing out here? Come and join the party. Oh, no, no. I mean, this is outrageous. I'm working here my whole life. And this kid, you know, this son of yours, he says, this son of yours, like he was in it. <laughs> wasted your money. I mean, wasted everything. And now he comes back and you kill the fat cow and, and give him the best clothing. And, and you invite people to eat and fiesta, man, party. What, what's wrong with that? And the dad says, hey. Everything I own is yours. Basically, without telling him, he's telling him, I already gave half of the inheritance to your younger brother, so what, what is left is yours. Everything is yours. So 
He says, but I never even have killed a little goat to eat with my friends. He says, but you own everything. You have all the, you can do whatever you want. I mean, like, hello, what, is anybody in there? <laughs> so anyways, I can talk, sorry. So make it, I'm gonna end. So that's basically the story of a prodigal. So we trying, I wanted to set this base of what a prodigal is, and sorry for taking too long. And uh, so we can talk about and apply it to our days. Mm -hmm. I've been a prodigal more than once. I became a Christian when I was between 15 and 16. And uh, I walked with the Lord for two, three years, and I, I walked away for like 10. And I was a prodigal. I tried to come back home. But I guess my father wasn't ready. <laughs> he maybe wanted me to learn more. I don't know. I mean, everybody's story is, the story is different. So, anywho. So, Shannon, please enlighten us with um, your input, whichever... Uh, point of view or angle you want to use about what we're talking about, the prodigals, whether it be sprinkling with Bible, with other knowledge, with schooling, with your own experiences, with whatever, family, people that you know, doesn't matter. So welcome Hello. For, for being here. Thank you. Um, gosh, the story of the prodigal son, really, it, it's really kind of personal for me. Um, because it just really, obviously, I mean, who, who the father represents is, is God and Jesus. And, uh, so, um, really what it's saying is, um, it's not saying that everybody can just go out and sin. Um, but it is saying that once your heart is right and once you're humbly seeking his face, that, um, he'll throw you a party. Um, and, uh, and it's a good time. I mean, for me personally, um, my parents were both saved by the time I was four years old. And, uh, so I grew up in the church really not knowing anything any different. Um, and, uh, by the time I was out of high school, I'd pretty much walked away from my faith. Um, I was very upset with some things that were going on in the church, um, which in my opinion, in the way that I see, I see it, the way that I read this scripture, passage um is that um the brother uh represents uh those in the church that are serving by works the older brother yes the older brother represents those that are serving by works and because he stayed there so long he's been so disciplined um he um is jealous of the younger brother because of the way he's been treated by the father but truthfully i think at the end of the, uh, the moral of the story is that um, no matter where we're at, no matter what we've done, um, no matter the road that life has taken us, um, once we humble ourselves and seek God, that um, He will bring, He will bless us. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was going to say something silly. <laughs> no, really? Yes. <laughs> thank you for enlightening us with that. Yeah, you could almost say that the older brother grew blinders, right? Not only on on the side of each side of his eyes, but even around it, that he could just tunnel vision, right? Of what his benefits were, and he couldn't even see his what he owned. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, he couldn't see the blessings of God. I mean, in his life, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna use um, the father as as an example of 
Oh, I remember right. now what I was going to tell you. Okay. Well, thank you, Father Webster. <laughs> you know, like a priest, yeah, Catholic yeah, priest. Yeah. Father, thank you, Father Webster. Uh, could you switch to your personality to uh, less churchy words? And now, uh, given given us the the down law on the with the with worldly with regular everyday words, so people that don't like what did he say? Something about God and the Word and the guy and the decent. I don't understand any of that. Can you put it more down, like for me that. English is my second language. Break I'm not down. trying to fade anybody there, you know, but we're no, we're, yeah. Break it down. So, break it down for us in the regular <laughs> language, everyday language. Please. Break it down. So, you want me to. Um, you say every, whatever. Yeah. Um, the same, what you said, different words. More, not churchy words. Not churchy words? Not churchy words. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you can use the word God. Uh -huh. I mean, you can use the word Bible, mm -hmm. blessing. Mm -hmm. But more make it understandable because the words that I've mentioned, everybody understands, even mm -hmm. the donkey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. Uh oh, let me put the music from uh, Jeopardy. <laughs> uh, so oh, sorry, sorry, Alex Trebek. <laughs> Oh, you got me stumped, Armando. Um, okay, let me ask you then if you're having a hard time. Am I having a hard time? No, if I say if you're having a hard time, let me ask you a question then. Okay. You said, um, for example, you grew up like this prodigal son that we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. At home, you grew up with um, your actual dad and your actual mom. Your parents, mm -hmm. like this dad that we were portraying in this story that we that i mentioned mm -hmm. so you were the you're the actually the youngest right <laughs> and yeah. you have an older brother yeah so wow jeez how fitting <laughs> so let me ask you as the younger son how it has fared for you life and family treatment and uh church faith treatment church faith treatment yeah how the out. church has seen you like or treat you like and you know it's a combination of everything because we live at home but sometimes when we're kids we go to church mm -hmm. and we you go to school and the, the, the school nobody i don't talk about church man you know mm -hmm. i mean you know yeah. when you were a kid so how yeah. was life for you how did life treat you growing up as the younger brother related to the story kind of using it as a as a guide. Wait, drawing a blank. <laughs> <laughs> okay, brother, oh, brother Webster. Uh, let's see. Mm. What do you think about the younger brother? What's your opinion? What do I think about a younger brother? That no, the younger brother in the story of the prodigal. The younger brother. Yeah. Um. Was he his place, or was it all right for him to ask for his inheritance before his dad died? They never mentioned the mom, so I suppose the mom was dead. Or he was divorced. One or the other. I can't. You keep, I keep, I, I got to use churchy language. Okay. I'm stuck. <laughs> See what happens? Thank you, uh, Brother Webster. Yeah. See, he's not dressed in his regular clothing, 
like a priest, like a Catholic priest, you know. Uh, but uh, that's what happens. Once you get hooked, you're hooked, man. You can't speak differently. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That is amazing. So, okay. I was going to say, we're going to set some ground rules, okay? okay. But uh, I, I'm <laughs> thinking I'm deciding not to set any ground rules. Maybe <laughs> down the road on the third, fourth, fifth show, maybe mm -hmm. we can come up with some ground rules. But that's okay. okay. So go ahead. Use churchy words now. Let's, let's open the gates. Open yeah. gates. Yeah. Gates. So Pick now, up any of the questions you want. Well, what was the question now? Uh, well, uh, the first one was like, uh, how do you fare growing up in, uh, in a Christian home? Mm -hmm. Being told to go to church, I don't know, in the beginning maybe you like it because you were a little kid, but as you grow up you're like, Ugh. how do you feel you were treated, how do you feel that affect your life? In a good way, in a bad way, or you didn't care at all? Um, well, in every aspect, family, friends, pe people from church, people from school, people from neighborhood, whatever. Um, I think that... Um you know, growing up in the church, I don't know, as you remember, because we were there together. Um, I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the biblical sense, people. There was, always, uh, there was always an emphasis uh, for... Um, I feel like I was pushed by the leaders of the church to be something that I wasn't necessarily prepared for. A four years old? Yeah. No, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. At four years old. Yeah. My granddad is four years old. You know well, how I push her? I say. I wasn't four. I was five or six. Oh, okay. Time. You're scaring me. Yeah. I was going to say, sweetie, drink your milk, you know, mm -hmm. or your happy meal from McDonald's. That's my mm -hmm. push into her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, really? When a, a religious leader comes and says, hey, kid, you got to preach today. I haven't prepared. I don't even know how to read yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really. Um, so how old were you when you feel that you were pushed? When I felt that I was pushed? Um, how old well, it, was, it was between the ages of 6 and probably 10. You know how to read yet? Um, no. So you could preach? No. <laughs> no. no. You know how to read, but huh? I was, I was encouraged to, um, one, pray over people, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a bad okay. thing. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you're making the, clarifying the, yeah, that point. Yeah. Why is it not and, a bad thing? Um, why that's not a bad thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, because I think that um, children have a different perspective on life, and I think that when you pray for somebody as a child that is that young, um, I think that adults get uh, unvalid intuition sometimes when they pray for people. Okay, that went and over my head, but okay. It can be... Um, invalid. Invalid intuition. Um, I've seen a lot of times where people just get into their own uh, understanding oh, okay. when they're praying for people. And so to have somebody that is young and innocent with no qualifications or speak yeah, or yeah. degrees, then uh, then um, I think that uh, you know there's a lot more freedom, more honest prayer. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, I will accept the kid's prayer versus you that I know you. You said all this stuff from the pulpit, but I seen you doing this other stuff. Yeah, I had a pastor. Growing up, when mm -hmm. I went to seminary, believe it or not, in Mexico, I went mm -hmm. to seminary. So one of our teachers, or not all the time, he said it was a sin to watch TV. Mm -hmm. And in this city that we live, we used to catch this uh, public transportation. Mm -hmm. And in downtown, many in the weekends, we used to go to do stuff, you know, to get like laundry soap or whatever, you know, buy some shoes or whatever. 
And many times when we were in the avenue where the TV stores were, guess who was outside the window? Watching, watching TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we were like, Pastor, so-and-so? He always pointed a finger at us and saying that sin. <laughs> well, we, we did have a similar situation with our pastor as well, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I know. So um, everybody in the church was encouraged to sell their TV and then he... <laughs> I threw like 20 TVs in the dumpster. I'm right. not kidding you, right. man. Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful having a dumpster where you live, live in the apartments. Uh -huh. Because uh, versus when you live in the house, you're not going to be able to throw, to throw away so easily 20 right. TVs right. on your garbage, you know? <laughs> your weekly garbage. Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Anywho, so go ahead. Continue. Um, Sorry for interrupting yeah. you, but that's how I roll, okay? Now, you lost my now I lost my train of thought. Oh my gosh, um, how old are so you? I was in 43. Really? Yeah. Oh. Are you yeah. married? No. Are you looking? Um, or somebody looking for you? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking. But uh, okay, email us. I'm there is our email right there. I'll let, you know, I'll let you know if they email us, okay? Um, Christian girl or no Christian? Well, that depends a prodigal? On, you want a prodigal? That depends on your definition of a Christian, yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, you, okay, yeah. give me, uh, that. thank you, see? You're giving me material. He's so easy. Give me the definition of a Christian. Actually, you know what? That helps. What's, from, you, from your perspective, tell me what a Christian looks like, or what is your definition? Um, Somebody who is, I like it. who loves the Lord with all their heart. Who's the Lord? Um, Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. And Just him? No, well, it's the Trinity. It's Jesus Christ, God, and the Holy Spirit. Who's God? Who's God? Yeah, you say God, God? Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Who is oh. God? Well, it's, it's the Christian God. No, yeah, but <laughs> you're saying the Son and the Holy Spirit, and then, then there's God. The Father. Oh, there thank you. you. Uh, Boy. Uh, uh. <laughs> we need some practice, Armando. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my name, by the way. Don't, um, don't email me with that name. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so, so what's um, a Christian? Uh, a Christian is somebody that loves the Lord with all their heart, but um, and just loves Him. No, tries to follow His ways. Um, because my doggy loves lo loves treats. Is he? A but I think that as okay. Christians, a lot of times what we really miss is the fact that He says, "Mean not on your own understand." Okay. Um, but in all your ways, honor me. Uh, well, you know, I know a lot of Christians, including me. The we, I think I love the Lord with all my heart mm -hmm. until my wife makes me mad. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I realize that I guess I don't love the Lord with all my heart because I'm I'm treating my wife with harsh words. Yes, and I'm not talking about bad words, but like mm -hmm. you should tell me. You know, oh, I didn't want carne asada today. I want enchiladas. You know. I mean, that's my harsh words mm -hmm. because I'm telling her the mm -hmm. way it should be for my mm -hmm. dinner. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, and then Jesus says, love one another, right? Yes. Love your neighbor yes. as yourself. Yes. So, loving this Jesus, you actually got to do, act on what he taught, his teachings, right? Yes. Yeah. Because you could read all that and know about him, but if you don't put it into practice... You're good for nothing, right? Yep. 
Is that right? Yes. Oh, okay. Continue. Yes. I just but, want to clarify. I'm acting like the unbeliever, okay? It, it, so he can explain to me these things. But continuing, continuing through Scripture, we um, we see that there, it's not perfection. It's not perfection that we're after. We humans? Yes. We, we are imperfect. Men and females? We are imperfect. Oh, really? So... so... Oh, why, why are we right, perfect? You're me again. <laughs> no, no, I'm asking because people uh, want to know these things, man. Well, I mean, in church, ne they never talk about this stuff in church. That's why we're talking about it here. Right? Right? Right. So, spit it out, man. Why are we imperfect? <laughs> um, well, a lot, we're, we're subject to our flesh. Um, Can you not, elaborate more on that? Because church word there. Yeah, um, I mean, man, you're like throwing me a whole Sunday sermon that when we finish with these half an hour or 45 minutes, I'm gonna be like, let's see you next month because that was too much. That was like 20 sermons in one sitting. Uh, so try to think that you're talking to kindergartners. I'm working on it, man. Oh, okay, but, okay, okay. Know, I don't know any other. I see. This is the thing about me is that even though I walked away. You know, in my life, my back. Your program. You think they they brainwash you? But, no, I don't think I was brainwashed. Honestly, you really but, don't think you were brainwashed. I'm I'm asking honestly. No, not not intentionally. You know. <laughs> you so they they <laughs> by mistake they yeah, brainwash yeah. you. Really? Uh, I think that. Um, <sighs> so all this Jesus is a hard wash. Jesus is hogwash? I'm asking you because you said they no intentionally they they brainwash you. No, I, I you're not referring we, to that. No, I, I just think that we become um, a lot of times as I was programmed, still programmed apparently, uh -huh. um, not necessarily brainwashed, but oh okay. They, so take that word back, yeah, please. Take it away. It's a, here. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it, man. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> um, People are gonna think that. We're 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 sacrilegious, man. What is that word? I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> um, so oh, gosh, you got me off topic again. You gotta stay on top. You're younger than me. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. He's forty three. I'm only fifteen. <laughs> he should be on top, right? Hey, we're not talking about her. <laughs> okay, so the treatment: people from home, people from church, and people from school. Mm -hmm. Was there a difference in the treatment? In the treatment of the, of the way the people treated me? Yeah, as the younger, as the prodigal. I'm going to call you the prodigal, right? Because you're the younger brother, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're going to be the, the prodigal from mm -hmm. the story. So at church, how do they treat you? And then jump to home. You can start home, church, and then friends and school. Um, home? Yeah, home. How do they treat you, you mm -hmm. think? And if you don't want to say stuff, it's fine. You can just... Skim the top. You mean like, how did my parents treat me? For like, the Christian stuff, yeah, as a prodigal. I mean, you weren't a prodigal when you were a kid, I know that. No. But no. eventually you were going to become one. Yeah. So, um, what's your view now? What's you, had a good, you, you had a good childhood? Um, for the most part. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and the part I, that wasn't most? I grew up with a father that didn't have a good childhood. Of course, I grew up with a mother that didn't have a good childhood either. Okay. But my mother had better examples in her life of what uh, unconditional love was. Yeah, mothers are usually that um, way. And my father's parents were... Different. Yeah, pretty much made him feel like he didn't, okay. they didn't care at all about him. All um, right. All right. And so my dad has always been very... Um, closed 
by the book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I would say, even though my dad got saved in 1980, um, I don't think he began to be free until. Oh, you're touching. Okay, I'm not gonna dig on that one. Other episodes, because <laughs> I want to jump on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Good or bad. Um, you know me. Um, <laughs> well, you started to know me. <laughs> so probably he he probably didn't begin um, to become truly free. Um, and I don't think any of us really reach true freedom in life um, when it comes to Christianity. So, so why come to Christ? You <laughs> now you're whistling. <laughs> um, well, let's see how far are we. Oh man, this is only 28 minutes. Uh, <laughs> why come to Christ? That's an interesting deal. If you're not going to be free. And whoever, I think there's a verse that says something like, free and free indeed. Right, right. Um, Do you need to read your Bible more? Do I need to read my Bible more? Yeah, because you're contradicting that verse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Friar Webster. Friar Webster. <laughs> what was I calling you early? <laughs> Brother Webster. Brother no, Web, Father, no, something. Father, Father Webster. Father Webster. Yeah. Um, um, Haven't you read the, the Webster Dictionary? No. So... <laughs> When there is, so stick at home, okay. You, okay. You were three days. Yeah, there's no yeah. get off tank. Okay. Task. Okay. At home, so it was a good childhood. It was. It was a good childhood. I was well provided for. Normal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You were provided for, yeah. and nobody kidnap you. No. Nobody yeah. uh, hang you in the pole to spank you with a baseball bat. I did actually get hung on a pole once when I was in elementary school. Well, that, that's the next one. That's <laughs> your friends and kids, but no, by yeah. your parents. Not by my parents. Okay, no, so... No, they just whipped us with a mule bat. Uh, with a who? With a mule bat. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's, it's about the shape of a baseball bat. It's about yay long. Oh, does it have holes? And it's two layers of leather oh. sewed together. Whoa! Like shoe leather. Oh, and you're always being and, skinny. I feel sorry yeah. for you. <laughs> so Did they hit you in the butt? Yeah, at that least? was what we got spanked with. Oh, that's good. At least it you was... have some cushioning. But yeah, so but we we're not going to get off topic. No. We can talk about the meal bat. Yeah. Another okay, day. now let's I jump. I do have a funny story about the meal bat, though. Okay, go ahead. Really? Yeah. So me and my brother, about I think, oh gosh, I must have been nine or ten, and uh, that would make my brother about thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um. We decided that this was too harsh of a punishment. Well, inside of this mule bat was a piece of flat steel about three-eighths of an inch wide. Like the kind they use for about. Jesus when they whip him? And then that, that song, I think, was on the, on the style in those days when you were a kid. And whip it good. Whip it good. No, okay. Uh, I can't make a point edgewise here. And then, so, what so we decided that it would be uh, hurt less if we pulled that piece of steel out of there because the ends of this thing <laughs> clap together like this. The ends oh, are sewn together like a clapper. So, yeah, so it makes a noise so that it gets the mule's attention. They're actually not. This isn't as harsh as it sounds. Okay, but it was better than my dad beating us with a belt. Oh, which really? Is what he got beat with. Yeah. Oh, okay. And um, we didn't understand this then. Of but, course not. So we took that piece of steel out of there and went and buried it in the backyard because we decided that, that was just wrong, that they were hitting us with a, a leather bat with a piece of steel in it. And well, it's been more than seven years, right? Then <laughs> it, it lost all of its stiffness. 
So now we were just getting hit on the butt with a with a belt. <laughs> yeah, now it was belt. a belt. Was that was a belt. Around. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'd get with that thing. So you knew away. what your dad went through then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Well, all but, in um, all, good childhood. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, sure. it was your doing when you became a teenager and you started making your own choices, right? Right. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, yeah. church wise. Um church wise. How, how, how are you how treated, treated? Man? Um by everyone and the leaders and whatever. This people in general. This is a really tough one for me. Um, really? Oh, if you don't want to talk about it, we leave it for I another was, time. I was um, really I was really just give us a little really um now when Christians talk about the call of God on their lives. What's that like uh minutes? They do, we don't use like that. We your, have a, your purpose as a Christian. Oh, not a like unlimited minutes. No, no. Your calling. Yeah, your calling. Your purpose as a Christian. What oh, you're okay. what you're on earth here to do. All right. Um, um, but at a very young age, for me, when I was again five or six years old, um, I was encouraged that I had. Well, of course, everybody has a calling, and I was encouraged that I had a calling in my life. And um, how um, old were you when you had a calling? Five or six. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. They really train them young, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was I was talked about a lot by the ministers of the church mm -hmm. and used as an example a lot. I just feel that it was a lot of pressure, and I was the only kid out of all the kids. The spotlight the was on you. Yeah, yeah. Not and your not brother? Only, no. Why not? The older brother, the one I who stayed behind with the goats and the donkeys. I have, I have the bigger mouth. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, so what's wrong tonight? What's wrong tonight? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not used to this. Oh, I'm sorry. My first, my first. Uh, I'm, um, I, I hope uh, you don't feel that I am ambushing. Oh, you're totally what's the word? ambushing me. Ambushing you. That sounds um, like an African word. Ambushing you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so racist. <laughs> It's a word. Ambushing. Ambushing by the bush people. That's right. The, <laughs> the people exist. The word exists. Why is racist? I'm picking on you. Oh, see, he's getting so, even. Yeah, yeah. Give me high, high five, <laughs> down low, too slow. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so going back to the church, um, and you know, and and also it was something that um, I don't want to say that it instilled confidence in me but it was really misleading because i felt like i was kind of looked up to by the leaders of the church or not necessarily looked up to but you, you understand what i'm saying they wanted um, to preach and baptize people stuff like that or pick up the offerings what no i, I no um they wanted you to heal people yeah, something like that. Really? You know? I mean, like no, the Messiah is here. This no, kid, let's let's, no, let's train him early on. Let's shape him. Messiah. I was never told that I was the but Dalai Lama. They, or no, they didn't like use that. that word, but they treated you like it, right? Similar. Yes. That yeah, bites. That like, bites. Like I was gifted or something. Okay, gotcha. You know? Gotcha. And um and so you really, you were not the Judas Judas Iscariot who betrayed Jesus. You were yeah. the the beloved disciple, John. Yes, yes, yeah. That would that would be more like it. All so, right. And um and looking back on it, um there was all this going on, but I hadn't developed enough mentally to 
understand what having a foundation. No was. kidding, man. Four, five, six, or even seven. So, so my faith was built on sandy ground, as they say, right? Is that the last name of the pastor? Sandy ground. Sandy ground. Oh, that was the wife. The pastor's wife's name. Sandy ground. Sandy ground. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> These jokes are really bad, Armando. <laughs> so, um, well, thank so you. yeah. So anyway. <laughs> In um, England, they laugh in their heads off. Right, then. right. Um, so growing up um, and getting past this, you know, let's let's take myself to thirteen. Um, I started finding out how much fun it was to uh, participate in extracurricular, quote unquote, worldly activities. Like what is that? Like sports or mm, acting? No. Music? No. After school Did, practice, most of those things have a positive effect in your life. Oh, okay. I, you know, some kids they say they're gonna practice band and then they go behind the school and smoke grass. There you go. And they yeah. say, okay, yeah, I don't so think that's what's it's going like on. Oh, so it wasn't uplifting after all. Well, it was, yeah. but different way. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> um. So. So when did the church know. people stop putting that pressure on you? Around what age? Well, it was when I quit responding to it, which would have been about thirteen. And then and you then still go to I church or to attend church because until what? I was told to. Oh, okay. Um, until I had my own driver's license, or actually until my brother had his driver's Which license. Which was how? Uh, that would I was fourteen when he got his driver's license. How how, so, how many more years is he older than he's you? He's two and a half. Okay. No, three and a half. Oh, wow. Two and a half, three and a half. Seventy-four, seventy-seven. Something like that. Yeah. Ah, oh, so yeah. him getting freedom three and a half makes he set you free <laughs> yeah. and, and free indeed. <laughs> free. Set me free. Um, and now my parents still expected that, that we, you attended. we attended a church, okay. but it didn't have to be their church. But only Sunday. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. their church. Yeah, we could go anywhere. We you want. could go to the Catholic church yeah. or to the Methodist yeah. where I grew up. Yeah. Cool. So, so we went to the Assemblies of God Church down. Puyallup. Yeah, Puyallup. And, uh, is that like an Indian town? Puyallup? It is, actually. The, well, that's where that comes from. The name is oh, Indian. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Puyallup Indian tribe. Yeah, so I met an Indian that told me that they come up with the name because, you know, they when the uh, white people came over, they gave them some animals, cows, and especially, they never, they never seen a cow. Mm -hmm. So they when the cows pooped, they, they went like, Pew! <laughs> you know. But I don't know. Well, that guy was a joker, man. Well, you know why the, the Auburn's called Auburn, right? Muckle shoots? Because there was a Muckle shoot Indian sitting at the fire going, ah, burn. <laughs> Winter time. Anywho, so, those you, I mean, we're bad at comedy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well. we are. We're horrible. Anywho, we're horrible. who cares? Um, so, so continue. Uh, so I, we went to, we decided to go to, to somebody's God church because. The church that my parents attended was a smaller church, and we didn't have um, much of a social group there. Okay. Know, by the time we were... They weren't young people at the church? Young young people, but younger than us. Oh. Most, okay. of, most of the kids that we had grown up with that were similar in age to us had already gone their own way oh. and left the church. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> That's what so, happens in every church, isn't right? it? Pretty much. Yeah. So by the time that we were in our mid to late teens, um, it was like, I'm 14, 15 years old. And then everybody else is, well, I think Craig, 
Okay, so other kids. He's New 11, generation. 11 years younger than me. Yeah. You know, New so, Germany and generation. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, so um, what uh, you see nowadays, well, not nowadays, since the corona, because everything, the corona changed everything, corona vi virus. Mm -hmm. But uh, before the corona, uh, churches, you know, big churches, not even big churches, but some of them big, they, uh, they have attracted younger generations mm -hmm. to the church. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I've seen that a lot of them, they just attract them by activities. Yeah. Movie night. Uh, yeah. blah 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 mm -hmm. and it's like is what do you think is that good or or is that acceptable and then but it seems like they always get stuck in that and they never really have a a knowledge side of what you know let's say not necessarily church is about what god is about you know what i mean mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so is it good is it too much or I mean, I, I already hear your side of the story. It's like they burn you on on the right side, but these kids are get, getting burned on the left side. <laughs> right. So you can, you know, you yeah. can go to the extremes. You gotta, no, yeah, it's, you yeah. gotta find the, the the way where you can literally have kids mm -hmm. know about God for reals without yeah. pressure, without pushing them down their throat or any of that, right? Children's ministry, in my opinion, is probably one of the toughest ministries. Well, yeah. Um, just because the you know they're so impressionable, um, yeah, it's very easy to influence them in the wrong way. Um, but at the same time, it's it's like how do you make this fun for them? You know. Well, you, so if you look but, at Jesus. You know the the I apostles. Think, they probably were about the same age as Jesus, mm -hmm. but they were like old people. Like, hey, get away from Jesus! Mm -hmm. Hey, master, you want us to? And Jesus, no, 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 no. Let them come to me, man. Yes. Yeah. And he just hold them and 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 talk to them and I don't know what they talk about and maybe he pray for them. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But seems like kids wanted to be around him. Yeah. So he must do. Must been pretty good. He at he, he he wasn't a youth pastor, was he? No. But he had a thing with. Yeah. Knowing how to treat everybody, huh? Yeah. I believe that. How about school? School. How do you treat school? Yeah, since you maybe some of them know your background. I mean, they probably say, "Ah, oh, there's the Christian oh, kid." Well, definitely because right? I was so. I Were mean, you known as the Christian when, kid? Oh yeah, when I was a kid, I was very much, uh, very, very um, into what the church had encouraged me to believe, which was my calling. So, um, yeah, I mean, I always had a Bible in my, you know, elementary school. Your little tray that you put in the shelf at the end of the uh -huh. day and pull out, you know. So and my pens and my pencils are actually I don't think we had we had pens in elementary school back then. Pencils and my crayons. I don't know. I didn't go um, to school here, so. <laughs> so I was I was very much and but I don't I don't know that anybody. Um, I don't ever remember being shunned for that for being a believer okay when i was that young so by, kids are more forgiven by yeah by people there in you know at school um i don't know that you know was was there a time or an age where and then kids maybe said ah, i'm not with that kid or you already have become like them well i didn't go to school after third uh, after third grade really? i was pulled out in fourth grade and, and what happened? I was homeschooled. Oh, so, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my social life went. And then from, um, was it, what you say, fourth grade? Yeah. In, all the way to 12? You stay no, home? No, no, I went back to school in 10th grade. 
Oh, okay. So only a few years. So yeah, six years. Oh, okay. How, how do you like uh, school at home? How did I like school at home? Um, I I liked it for the first few years. Uh-huh. You know, it was nice. Okay. Um, but it it wasn't. Um, there was no variety. <laughs> it wasn't good for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, because first of all, it didn't teach me social interaction with other kids my age. Okay. Um, you know, my, my mom was always very proud of me because I carry on a conversation with an adult, like an adult when I was 10 years old. You couldn't talk to a kid. But I couldn't talk to a kid. I couldn't relate. <laughs> of your own age. You know? Wow. Um, so, you know, there was that factor. Um, uh, the education was, um, pretty good. Um, I think that today, I mean, we're talking, you know, 43, so uh, this is back in the well, 80s and the early 90s. Oh, man, yeah. Saturday Night Live. Right. John Travolta. Yeah. And the so, Bee Gees. But, I mean, <laughs> between homeschool and no TV and all this other stuff, it was just like, by the time I went back in high school, I wasn't, I couldn't relate to anybody. I understand now why you're not in church. Right. I mean, they were pushing you out, man. <laughs> so, um, so, and then, um, we're not here to put church down, okay? No, 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 that's definitely not the case. God is not the one pushing people out. Yeah. It's other humans. Exactly. Pushing exactly. people out. That's yes. why we're doing this talk, this conversation, because yes. it's not about God doing any of this. Absolutely. It's the way we have learned and the way we present these doctrines, these teachings, this mm -hmm. the word, and then we want to form other humans to that image. Ron, no, yeah. we're not forming nobody. God is the one who forms exactly. people. And that, that really kind of gets us back to the point of the prodigal son. There you because, go. Take it home, Charlie. <laughs> um, because like I said earlier on, in, in my opinion, the brother represents those people Which one? in the church. Oh, the, the, older old, the older brother? The older brother. Huh. Because they're looking at everybody and they're going, well, I'm living this life and I'm working so hard, but you're out there sinning all week and then you come to church on Sunday and for, somehow you get forgiveness. It's like being the yeah. son of uh, Bill Gates and, and never buy yourself a hamburger or a pizza or go to Cancun, let's say. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, no, no, because... I got to work, you know, my, my, my brother, my younger brother, he spent half of my dad's fortune. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, how, how many billions he has? Mm -hmm. I don't know, whatever, let's say 50. And my brother spent $25 billion, but I'm only left with $25 billion. I'm so poor. That's ridiculous, right? Yes. It's kind of like a comparison, you know? Yeah. Yeah. People from church, they, they have all these, they call them blessings, you know, mm -hmm. these good things. Yes. Yes. They have all these opportunities. They get presented with a message that can put their life above, not above everybody, but above, uh, let's say, uh, no fear, mm -hmm. with peace, mm -hmm. with joy, uh, helping others, mm -hmm. uh, helping to get others to the same level. Mm -hmm. And it's like they don't see any of that. All they see is work, work, work. And I don't mean a job. Mm -hmm. I mean like, Rules, rules, rules. Mm -hmm. Oh, no long hair, uh, no beard. Uh, you cannot do this. You cannot dress this way. You cannot like uh, rock and roll. You cannot watch TV. Uh, rules, left and right. Mm -hmm. And then it's, the dad comes and says, hey, have you watched that TV show? God, you know, 
God, what, what? No, no, blasphemy, God. You, you don't watch TV, do you? Do you think God watches TV? I don't think in the sense that we do, but, but I'm sure he's aware of what's on it. Let's suppose if Jesus, when he was on this earth, you think he walked by some window and said, Oh, man, I love that show, show you know? Yeah, because um, um, he was God made in man's image. He was a human, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. did he pee and poo? Oh, yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure he even parted. And, and he's, he had to comb his hair? Yeah, and wash oh. his face and hands. I don't know if that was that important back then, but yeah, wash no, your, I mean, maybe washing your face and your hands. But well, I don't know. Jewish people, man, Combing the washing hands. of the hands oh, yeah. before you eat and the feet. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, forget the teeth. There's this have rotten teeth, but the hands and the feet, man. <laughs> oh Lord. So yeah. Okay. Crazy, no? Yeah. So all this richness mm -hmm. and the equivalent of Bill Gates' kid. Mm -hmm. With no freedom, mm -hmm. blind, mm -hmm. blind yes. of what he owns, what he has, yes. the, 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 the opportunities. No understanding, yeah. No understanding. And then the younger brother is like, uh, Dad, uh, I goofed. I made a mistake. Mm -hmm. And Bill says, okay, son, come over. Uh, let's use your mom's fortune to, to get you on board again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm making this up, okay, about the mom. Yeah. You know, they get, they get in divorce. Bill Gates and his wife. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a fashion thing right oh, nowadays because okay. the economy is going down, so they're going to split their fortune. So. Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay. Well, that's another story for another <laughs> day. Anywho, uh, yeah. So that's, you know, the rules. But is yeah. everybody at church the same as the older brother, no. in your opinion? No. Have you ever met somebody like the father in this story? Have you, honestly, have you ever met somebody it doesn't have to be a man could be a lady mm -hmm. or a young girl or whatever that, that they acted like the father the oh, oh look always accepting there is yeah oh. there is that drug addict there is see. a hungry yeah. person that smells bad let's 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 give him a shower and change him <laughs> well like, fix him dinner i think you made a statement earlier about women being better at unconditional love than men are so yeah. I definitely have to go with the fact, yes, I know more women who were... The guys. You know, yeah. <laughs> really? Who were non-judgmental. So you don't remember even a guy? Oh, one guy? Oh, at yeah. least. At least yeah. one guy. I remember several who had okay. a heart. So there is people crazy. out there that they're, they actually act like the father. Yes. Like yes. God the father. Yes. That is loving. Yes. Is gentle. Yes. He cares for his children. Whether they... Made a mistake, sin, that got corrupted. He cares, even if they did all that. Yeah. Who who doesn't want to have a father like that? Uh, I'm imagine, asking. I would imagine who doesn't no want one. to have a father like that? <laughs> I would imagine no one. Everybody you know, wants to have a father like want, that. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to be accepted and supported no matter what you did? I mean, obviously, I'm sure his father didn't support him going out and blowing half the fortune. So. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, frivolously. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure that, that that wasn't, you know, it didn't make him very happy, maybe, but he wasn't about to banish him. So, so and, and yeah. you know, going back to people in the church, they're so quick to push people out. <laughs> oh, man. So, so, in this story, the father being... It represents God the Father. 
we do have a father like that then we yes. do yes. me him yeah. you and you and you and you and you and you hiding behind the wall too and the chair yeah over there yeah look you too we all have a father like that it's okay if you make mistakes it's okay if you i mean jesus when he was on this earth he got criticized by the religious leaders oh look he's sitting with the prostitutes he's sitting with the tax collectors the irs <laughs> uh, with uh uh, Madoff, you know, the, the stock market people that steal money, you know. He's eating with all the bad people, basically. And Jesus says, uh, the healthy has no need of doctors, yes. but the sick do need a doctor. Amen. In this case, he says, I came for the sick. Yes. Not for those who believe they don't need help or they healthy. So this the purpose of these shows, programs, is for that to come to realize that you can come to realize that we have this father. Whether you're a prodigal, the have, have walk away for 20, 30 years, 10 years, five years, and a prodigal like me, I call myself a prodigal because during 24 hours, I can walk away from God 12 hours easy. Mm -hmm. And people who go to church says, oh no, I'm a Christian. I go to church. I love the Lord. His mercy is over everything. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And I'm like, eh, I'm a human too. I know how we are. I know that we covet stuff mm -hmm. because it might not come out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. But if it's lingering here, heart and mind, that means we covet. I covet stuff many times. I'm like, oh, God. And then God whispers, is like, yeah, look at what you do. Ah! <laughs> did you saw that, Lord? Yes, I did. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Well, I'm sorry. Well, don't do it again. Okay. And guess what? Maybe I don't do it in a day or two. Or maybe I do it an hour later. I maybe do it three weeks later. The thing is, what I'm trying to say is we're always walking away from God. But that's part of the deal that Jesus, the son, not the son who stay home, not the son who spend the, the fortune, but the father had another son that that son was going to make everything good for everybody. He says, okay, father, and instead of punishing me, punishing my younger brother, or instead of uh, uh, telling him like it is my older brother, uh, take it on me. Punish me. That's, that's our brother, Jesus. Mm -hmm. My mom says one time about my, my younger brother says, Your younger brother says that, that Jesus is our brother. I think he's saying the wrong thing. The Bible. I say, yeah, the Bible says that, mom. <laughs> <laughs> he's our brother. <laughs> See? Uh, and my yes. mom has been reading the Bible since I can remember, just like your mom. But it's amazing and I'm not putting my mom down. I'm just trying to make a point that it's amazing how people who have read the Bible for so long, almost 80 years, I always say 80. No, she's not 80. But it feels like 80. That she had read the Bible for 80 years. And I'm, I'm in the same boat. We can miss so much mm. about things. Yeah. yeah. So that son that is not mentioned on that story is the one who says, punish me instead of him. Punish me instead. But the point is, the younger one decide to come and face the music. The older one, even though it was home, it never wanted to face the music. It hide. It hide. It hide. It didn't want to spend anything. 
It's like, are you kidding me? Dude, let's have, let's go to Cancun this weekend. <laughs> right? I mean, he has money. Right. Yeah. Uh, what are we going to do? Oh, we're going to preach. Don't worry. You, no, you're, you're just going to wear long shorts and a long sli- long sleeve shirt when you go to the ocean. So you look holy, then doubt. <laughs> and I'm going to wear my really short swimming suit and swim in the nice ocean of Cancun. But since you're that way, it's okay. You can dress differently. And then while you're preaching, I'm going to be swimming. Is that bad as a brother? No. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that we're, uh, come on, throw something from your direction. Throw something from my direction. Yes, I don't have anything on that. Oh my gosh! I'm let you keep. Rolling. You want to go to Can- Ooh, fifty-six? Okay, well, uh, you want to wrap it up and you no, know, you your side. Ahead. It's fifty-six minutes. This is your show. You no, wrap it up. You wrap your side, and I wrap mine. Oh. <laughs> I, I, this is this is uh this is my first experience with yeah. this. So oh, okay, I'm, go ahead. Let me let me let's yeah. uh let's go ahead. Let's I'm gonna let you go ahead and finish. Oh okay. Um and I'm you know I, I've just been kind of answering your questions. That's and, true. And giving my uh, my opinion. Um, <laughs> and you have any th- asking me anything? <laughs> yeah, that's so, the beauty of it. <laughs> as we move along, you know, I'll have more to interject, and maybe I'll do it end of show wrap. But let's go ahead and let you All wrap right. it up. Well, um. I'm glad that you tune to this channel, Fellowship El Camino. I mean, this is sponsored by Fellowship El Camino, but it's called The Prodigals. Our link, I always give the wrong point. I think our link is, man, I hate this thing. There, I think our link is here. Click on it, subscribe, and get the the little bell. So it will let you know when we have a new show. Notifications. Notifications, thank you. You're See. and uh, we will be discussing, it's going to be about prodigals the whole time, but it's about really his life, my life, everybody's life. Because we know a lot of people, uh, I'm not happy with the way the so-called church have has treated me or treated him or treated anybody. I'm not, I'm not hating them, but I, I, I want people to open their eyes and to really love humans other humans and not be so judgmental and so uh, yes you know i'm tired of that you know i don't even want to hear any of that just repent if you're so holy and treat me right (laughs) okay that's my say so and god bless you it's his turn have a good night that's it? That's, That's how it. you're rapping? That's how I'm rapping. Oh, crap. I already told you I wasn't going to rap. Man, you make me say crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, God bless you people. Uh, where is the... I need to put my glasses on. Sorry. See you next... Uh, hopefully next week. We're going to try to do this weekly. Bye. God bless you. Bye.